Welcome to the Retirement Clinic with your host, Jeff Kowal, from the Kowal Investment Group, the retirement specialists. Welcome to the Retirement Clinic. We're on WISM Milwaukee, WIBA Madison. Jeff Kowal is your host. Jeff is president of the Kowal Investment Group, the retirement specialist. Jeff, how are you? Good morning. Good morning. How are you, Paul? I'm doing well. We I'm are well also. You know, I mentioned we're on two stations. So we've been in WISN since 2001. You have added WIBA Madison recently, Jeff, because you have an office in Middleton. Middleton. Recently, it's been like three years that uh, I think it's at least two years that we've been on WIBA in Madison. So, And uh, today, Christine Hayward from the Madison office, Middleton office, is with us too. So, Welcome back, Christine. Thank you. Thanks for having me. And good morning to you, Christine Hayward, part of the market updates that the Kowal Investment Group does, among other staff members, yourself included, Jeff. Monday through Friday on both stations. That's right. 3 o'clock and 5 o'clock news blocks on WISN in Milwaukee and 4.55 just before the top of the hour with Vicki McKenna's show at WIBA in Madison. We give you one minute. What's going on in the markets that day? What's driving the uh, markets up or down? Is it uh, earnings reports? Is it a government report? Um, what's happening? To, what's happened to drive the market that particular day? Uh Try to give us so what? How does that apply to your situation? Then we wrap it up with the Dow, the S&P 500, and tech-heavy NASDAQ, all in one minute on WISN at the 3 o'clock news block and 5 o'clock news block, which happens around 5... 520. It's different every day. <laughs> and then uh, at 4.55 in uh, WIBA in Madison. Uh, so we welcome calls. Any questions coming from the Madison area, Milwaukee, anywhere. If you're listening to the show, you are welcome to join us. Use the acronym mortgage talk and text line that number is 799-1130-414-799-1130 a lot to cover in the show uh, we'll give you more information on the five locations uh, just phone number the website of course the kowalway.com hard to believe it's five locations now. It's Racine is the most recent yep, addition. Highway 20 and, and 94 in Racine well let's just give them all out your your world headquarters in Waukesha Port Washington beautiful location Indeed. North Shore is covered. You've got Madison covered with your Middleton office. Phoenix, Arizona. A lot of snowbirds travel. A lot move to Phoenix. And we see a lot of them in the, over the winter, too. So that's a lot of fun. Even if you move, Jeff, let's say I move full-time. I'm going to move out of Wisconsin to Phoenix. I'm retired. I'm going to enjoy my retirement in Phoenix. I can still retain my services of the Kowal Investment It's Group. interesting that you would ask that, Paul. About 40% of our clients... Uh, live good part of the year or live somewhere else. 40%. So we're licensed in 27 states. So that that's kind of nature. When you, when you specialize in retirement planning, when that's our focus, uh, I think people, fortunately, we are blessed with great clients and they trust us and they like us and they want to continue to work with us even if they move away. Um, a lot of times the families are still here, so there still is a connection back here. But even if there isn't, uh, again, we were licensed in 27 states. So if it's Texas, if it's Alaska, we were licensed. We were clients in, in Alaska. Alaska. Yes. Uh, some phone company people moved up there and, and uh, among others. So, yeah, they're all over the place. Christine, you may get a note in your mailbox next week. You know, you're tr being transferred to Alaska. I might. I'd, I'd Would, be okay with that for a bit, I think. <laughs> for a bit. <laughs> 
I think that is the perfect answer. <laughs> Maybe yeah. six months or so. And then, yeah, that, I'd like to go home now. Yeah. Uh, beautiful country, Alaska, yeah. but pretty remote up there. So you were licensed in 27 states. I did not know that, Jeff. I knew it was more than Wisconsin. But um, yep. So you've got Phoenix covered. And again, all the information, thekowalway.com. I also want to give out our phone number. Again, 799-1130 for the Acunet Mortgage Talk and Text Line. If you've got questions, not just retirement. Taxes, Social Security. Two weeks ago, we spent an entire hour on Social Security and how planning around it impacts your retirement. Estate planning questions. Of course, the Roth and 401k rollovers. Jeff, we get all kinds of questions about retirement. And once you do retire, your planning shouldn't stop. Indeed. And, you know, sometimes you have times during your lifetime where you get a windfall. Lottery, hypothetically. And there is if, a, if you, I mean, the New Berlin case is above and beyond. Yeah, that's, that's pretty awesome. Over $700 million purchased right down the road from our radio station. Yes. Wow. Uh, but that, so where was it? Where was it? I knew it was in New Berlin, but Speedway where? Speedway on Beloit Road. Oh, okay. Just minutes from here. Holy cow. It could have been me. Yeah, I know where that is, too. That's what we, Yeah, I, you drive I, by that all the that's time. That's right. Anyway, um, it's like it could have been me. I know, I <laughs> but we, but you know what? You have times during your lifetime, whether it's selling your business, retirement, uh, a divorce, inheritance, uh, death, an inheritance. You sell some property where you'll have a windfall. Um, Christine wanted to start with a, a topic that kind of applies to lottery winners. When you've got a significant estate, how do you handle it? What do you do with it, Christine? Uh, so this article is uh, well. I'll just read a couple of pieces of it, and then I'll I'll. Tell you how we deal with it. So at a time when a surviving spouse feels overwhelmed, it is generally counterproductive to make major decisions, said Susan Bradley, founder of Sudden Money Institute. And she talks about how people should, when a, when a spouse passes, you should prioritize certain pieces, you know, getting access to cash, filing your taxes. That's the key at the beginning. But wait a while to retitle the car, going over your budget. And um, unfortunately, we have had to deal with this recently with a couple of clients in the office. And um, you know, starting a budget right away, I don't feel is necessarily the right way to go. And she agrees because there's the still so exactly you have emotions and, and you think, well, now I only have to pay for one person to eat and one person to travel and clothing for one. But I've seen it go the opposite way. Yes, you're only paying for one person to travel, but you're taking three times the amount of vacations as before. So your budget might need to increase. So emotions play a huge role in this and really just talking to the advisor as soon as it happens. You know, we have had to go through this multiple times so we know what's important, what needs to be done right away. And we walk you through it. We help you through every step. And then we, we that's move a really, on to- That's really a, an important part because you want somebody who's experienced in this. And um, I think fortunately- um, you know, we, we are close with our clients, and when a situation like that happens, we walk them through the process. So it's, it's comforting for a lot of our clients to know we've seen it before. Mm-hmm. Not unlike yeah. retirement itself, you know, when you have a large amount of money, half a million, a million, two million dollars, uh, we've seen large amounts before, and people feel comfortable with that. And just like Christina is saying, when somebody passes away, it's a very emotional time. And you want somebody who works with that all the time. And I know mm-hmm. the advice, Christine, I mean, all, we've talked about this on the show before, Jeff, that both people should be aware of their finances, where it's kept, where the money, all of that, account information. But in reality, life is usually one of the, either the husband or the wife manages the money and all of that info. So they may feel lost. The surviving spouse may be like, I'm kind of clueless here to what I've got, where it is and what do I do? 
And I've had some clients, I, I recommend this, they'll make an Excel spreadsheet and just talk about, okay, I have a savings account at this bank, a checking account at this bank. You know, this is where, you know, here's our attorney. He did the POA. So the surviving spouse, even though they might know all that information, when someone passes and your emotions are high, you might forget all of it. So it's there. It's kept at you know their house and yep. in a drawer that they always go into so they know who to contact. And again, we walk you through every step of the way. And there are things that we do want you to do right away, but other pieces that we want you to hold off on, such as going over a budget until the emotions have, have calmed down a little bit. What other things are you supposed to be doing at that time? Along with doing the budget... Um you know, as an example, especially for like again lottery winners, that's uh, a lot of these things apply. You know, what Christine mentioned, it's emotional time. You know, step back, take a breath. You also want to protect the nest egg. There are going to be a lot of people that are coming after you, whether it's a state situation. You know, now that dad's gone, and maybe as an example, and he was the one that was the keeper of the money, keep her the cash, they know that they can tap into mom because mom has emotions, love the kids, love the grandkids, yeah. and we need some money. I mean, you got to be careful with that too. You got to protect the nest egg, whether it's the lottery winner or the estate. Most of us will not win the 700 plus million dollars that the guy or gal, whoever bought the ticket in New Berlin did, but many of us will come into some sort of inheritance or sure. whatever the case is, Jeff. It's, if it's a million dollars or if it's $5 million or $10 million, the, the principle is the same. Uh, stop and take a breath. Take some of the emotion out of it. Protect the nest egg. Um, you know, Keep the eye on prize. Make sure that you uh, understand that it's still for you. It could be a long time that you're going to be living, that you're going to have to live with that money. So you need to protect that. Uh, you know, If you have an opportunity and if you are so inclined, you can also give some money to charity because that's, you know, now may be an opportunity to do that uh, either with an inheritance or with uh, um, any type of windfall, uh, selling property, selling your business. That might be the time where you felt I've had the blessings of uh, all this for all these years. Maybe it's time to give some money to charity as well if you're I so can, inclined. I can quote Seinfeld, right? It's a write-off, Jerry. <laughs> they all do it. They all do it. Yeah, it's, it's a write-off. Write yeah. You don't even know what a write-off so is. So it's like free. Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. Um, Christine, back to what you said about waiting. Mm -hmm. I think that's great advice. Everybody's different. How long do you wait? Is it just a matter of knowing your own emotions when you start to get back? The fog is gone. I'm over the shock of the passing of my spouse. And now it's time to get my affairs in order. I would say, you know, if, if there was an illness and, and they saw the passing coming, then a lot of times two or three months later, we'll have more detailed discussions. Again, there are certain things we have to get out of the way. I mean, there might be an RMD that needs to be taken out before we can roll accounts together. I mean, yep. there might be pressing issues that we have to do right and off the bat. And if there are five or six children and they're living all over, they may be uh, making some phone calls, talking to mom. Exactly. And exactly. that kind of thing and saying, okay, you know, we, we know we've got some inheritance. You need to take a big, deep breath and let time pass. Right. I would say on average four to six months is when the emotions have started to subside yeah. a little bit and people are ready to come in and talk about it. But especially right after it happens, I, I limit the amount that we have to do to really, really the necessities because I don't want to be overwhelming people. It's kind of interesting too when you when you just a question that you, that you asked and the way you asked it. It could be sudden or it could be that you were uh, uh, taking care of if it were an Alzheimer's situation or something like that where you were the primary caregiver. You know, sometimes when when the, the death does occur, um, you, you know, you maybe need to either keep in touch with friends or renew your friendships because now you're going to be 
you got to eat up a lot of time that maybe you were spending taking care of that person. Now you're going to have to. So you want to make sure that you keep in touch with your friends uh, or renew your friendships. Uh, Christine mentioned required minimum distributions, other tax issues. And then you, you can look at determining where your income is going to come from. We're going to take a quick break, Jeff. The Boss Minute's coming up after the break with Aaron Kowal, business owner, savings and security. Yes, it's geared toward you. If you're a business owner, stay tuned for that. In addition, the sexy segment each week we do in the show. Another good one this week. Wealth management and preservation. Jeff will uh, do that sometime in the second half of the program. Uh, with us on the program is Christine Hayward from the Kowal Investment Group and your host, Jeff Kowal, taking your calls as well. So any investment or retirement-related questions that you have are welcome on WISM Milwaukee, WIBA Madison. Call the Acunet Mortgage Talk and Text Line 799-1130, and we'll keep that phone number open till the end of the program, 414-799-1130. Part of the Barron's Top Financial Advisor list now six years in a row. Jeff had to correct me in last week's show because that now includes 2019. Indeed. So that's a big honor. Financial Times Top 400 Advisors again in 2019. Milwaukee Biz Times Future 50. Um, and you've got a great staff, Jeff. A new great team. And, and um, you know, we've always looked at our clients' interests first. We always felt that if we did, we used the fiduciary standard, took care of our clients' needs first, looked at their interests first, that the accolades would come. And so we are getting quite a few of, uh, awards for the Kowal Investment Group. The newest location is in Racine, right at uh, 43 and Highway 20. Look for that and more information online, thekowalway.com. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Retirement Clinic on WISN. I'm Aaron Kowal with the Boss Minute, business owner's savings and security. It's about owning your retirement, not just your business. There can be an endless amount of unneeded drama when you mix business with family. The drama can be multiplied or divided depending on the relationships and personalities. Here are a few things to keep in mind to maybe establish some sort of structure to mitigate the possibility of an explosive situation. First, know your role. If the family members of the business don't know their role and what they should be doing, it can cause major stress if there's uncertainty. Just like uncertainty in the markets can create volatility, uncertainty in a family business can cause turmoil as well. Well-defined roles and great communication can smooth out many misunderstandings. Going along with everybody knowing their roles is to establish the right boundaries. It's not fun going to family gatherings when you know you may get into an argument about work. If business needs to be discussed when at home or at a gathering, it may make sense to agree that business is only discussed for 5 to 10 minutes in private outside of work. And it can also be hard to switch gears from being around family to focusing on work, and you may not get your best work done either. It's also important to see things from different points of view. In the vast majority of family businesses, the family members involved love each other and want each other to be successful. But people obviously view things differently from each other, and if you want to maintain harmony, it's crucial to try to look at issues and obstacles from the other's point of view. Many times it's beneficial to be brutally honest with each other as long as it's done with respect. Last, you can't forget to have fun. Many entrepreneurs fall into the trap of working so hard they forget to have fun. Remember to laugh and not take it all too seriously. Anytime you work together, the business can be taxing on your relationship. Make time to talk about things, not work. Life's too short to not enjoy it. Well, that is a good point Aaron Kowal just made with the Boss Minute. Life is too short, Jeff, and sometimes we get caught up in so many yes. little things, right? Especially in family businesses or small businesses, you get so wrapped up in it and that means everything. And miss out on kids' events, miss out on family events, and miss out on life. So you got to be... 
I think that was good advice. That was the Boss Minute, business owner, savings and security. Sexy segment in the second half of the show. Jeff, joining us is Christine Hayward from... Christine, now your work, not out of the Alaska office, but out of the Middleton office, right? Maybe one day. (laughs) Yeah, out of Middleton. (laughs) Which uh, covers the Madison area. Yeah. And uh, we are also on radio in that market on WIBA in Madison, also WISN. Jeff, uh, you mentioned your newest location in Racine. How are things going? Really well. It's surprising. It's a it's a very prominent location right on Highway 20. We've got a big a big sign. <laughs> almost said it's a big billboard. Big billboard, <laughs> and you can see it from the freeway. So we're right on the. Uh, 94 and uh, and 20 in Racine. So yeah. it's really a, ni- a great location, really nice. The facilities are very nice. We've had some people walk in, which is kind of nice too. Um, but yeah, it's going very well. And we've got a lot of clients in northern Illinois and uh, southern Wisconsin, south side, s- southeastern Wisconsin. How that, far that's from Foxconn would you be? Well, we're going to there. Uh, one of the healthcare facilities on the west end of the Foxconn is going to be across the street from us. Oh, so you're right in the so mix. So we are right on the mix. Yeah, it's on highway. It's supposed to be on Highway 20. A lot of the facilities are going to be there. So we're going to be yeah. right near Foxconn. And despite contradicting stories the last month or two, Foxconn is proceeding with all uh, manufacturing plan construction. Yep. It's all going think, ahead. And we're eight minutes away from Amazon and from Uline and wow. uh, uh, Johnson, uh, uh, SC Johnson's right nearby. So really a lot of things right in that area. Yeah, it's a nice so location. Just a great location. So it's just, it's not just Foxconn and a lot of great area, a lot of great companies that are around there. We mentioned that because it is the newest addition to the Kowal Investment Group. All right. Your questions are welcome. Jeff has to get to his first story of the day. Um, and, oh, we got the calls to get to. Do you want to do that first? Sure, let's do that. All right. A 401k question coming from Sheboygan. Uh, Keith is first up on WISN and IBA. Good morning, sir. Hi, Keith. Good morning. What's up? Well, um, what are the rules for uh, 401k early withdrawal before 59 and a half? Now, I've heard of this 55 rule, and I was wondering how that works out for uh, early withdrawals without a penalty. Okay. Uh, let's talk about that. How old are you, Keith? 58. Okay, then that applies to you. There are two things you need to be concerned with. Anytime you take money out of a retirement plan before you're age 59 and a half, there's a 10% federal penalty and a 3.33% state penalty, except there are just a couple exceptions. One of them is the age 55 rule. The age 55 rule says that if you retire between the time you're age 55, the year in which you turn 55, and 59 and a half, you can leave your 401k there or a portion of your 401k there. So as an example, if you had, you know, you've got a year and a half to go before you're 59 and a half, you could leave money in that plan. And then if you take a distribution from there, you just have to pay current income taxes. You can avoid the penalties. Whereas if you rolled it into an IRA, then you'd be subject to penalties and you wouldn't be able to pull the money out unless you exercise what's called 72T. So if you roll the money out of your 401k, so in your case, Keith, if your objective is to avoid to maybe pull some uh, money out, a penalty for you, you still have to pay income tax on it. You're 58 years old. If you retire this year, you could uh, retire, pull money out of your 401k without penalties. A lot of times it will do uh, if somebody is before 50, uh, say they're 53, we'll roll it into an IRA. And at that time, the way you avoid the penalty is to exercise 72T. 72T is an internal revenue code that says that you have to take out substantially equal periodic payments. What does that mean? You have a million dollars in your 401k, you roll it into an IRA, 
you'd have to take out about $40,000 a year each year for five years or 59 and a half, whichever is later. Long story short, Keith, you have some options. The age 55 rule applies to you, where if you retired and left all or some of your money in your 401k, if you take some money out of your 401k, you could pay, you could take, do it, pay taxes on it, but no penalties. Okay, uh, great. Uh, is there anything I need to do in particular uh, before I withdraw it? Uh, any special forms I need to figure out? or No, not really. That's a, that's a good question. The, the company should, as long as the distribution comes from the company, from your 401k, it should be coded properly that, that uh, it would be one of the exceptions. So it all depends on the coding. And you might have, if you, if you get the wrong coding on your 1090 CODING, coding on your uh, 1099 when you get it the next year for your income tax, you might have to have that redone to make sure it's the right code on there. Not but that's not really a big deal if, if that happens. I mean, you know, no. that can be handled. Okay. Correct. Yep. But you have to be mindful of it, and so is your CPA. And It's always best to work with a specialist, somebody who handles that all the time, like the Coal Investment Group, because we can help you with that. The Coalway.com, Keith. Did you catch that? Yes. <laughs> I just snuck that in there quickly, the website. <laughs> we will give out the phone number, too, in just a bit, Keith, if you want to reach out to Jeff and his staff, Okay. Okay, I appreciate that. Yeah, thank Thanks, you for Keith. the call. Uh, yeah, good the question. Way, the Kowalway, K O W A L, thekowalway.com. Let's give out your phone number as well, Jeff, to reach you at the office. Uh, the International Toll Free Line, which works in Middleton, is 877-560-4040 or 262-522-4040. Each one of those will get to our office, our main office, uh, if you're from Middleton or Illinois or wherever you happen to be. Or else go online at thekowalway.com and you can request the initial consultation there as well. If you have 750000 or more of retirement assets, close to or other or close to or already in retirement, serious about your retirement planning, uh, nice people, give us a call. Let's get to your first story. And if your name is Craig in New Berlin, I just hung up by you, on you by accident. That was my bad. I pressed the wrong button. Call us back and we'll take your question. Jeff, in the meantime, let's get to your first topic. The fat fingers, huh, Paul? I did, yeah. Okay, this is a... Uh, uh, USA Today article that says uh, deck is stacked against female retirees. This is kind of timely with Christine here. You can add some of your experience on this as well. Lower wage is not the only factor creating a challenge. This is uh, Susan Tampour, who's a columnist for USA Today. Uh, any woman who isn't investing money in a 401k or maybe only sets aside a tiny amount needs to realize that the retirement game is stacked against her. Women are more at risk in their older years for economic security, says Amy Motzel. She's with the National Women's Law Center in Washington. Just some insights. There is a, a wage gap that women experience um, in the working years. Unfortunately, women have less income rather than more when it comes to retirement as a result. Uh, taking home less, of course, means a woman has less discretionary income to set aside for retirement. So there are a number of things. A lot of times they may be out of the workforce for a while um, while they're raising the family. Um, you know, women may be held back because they aren't comfortable demanding a raise. This is according to the article. Others may be unwilling to apply for promotions for jobs that would conflict with raising children. That's interesting, too. and I'm, I'm sure we see that often. Longer lifespans mean bigger bills. After a couple reaches 64, two-thirds of the women will outlive their husbands by almost 12 years, according to a 26 study by TIAA. 
Women just... Yeah, and they say that once you hit age 64, it could be by as much as 12 years. Expenses associated with living alone are dramatically higher than when two people are able to share household chores and expenses. That's what Christine was mentioning earlier. Uh, women face higher health expenses. Women age 63 and up are projected to spend 30% more on health care in retirement than men. Interesting, when Christine said that before, I, at first I kind of raised an eyebrow. Like you could be spending more with just one spouse. Yes, there's less groceries, but there's probably more needs. Maybe yard care, snow yeah. removal. How about a, a maid service to keep the house clean? Something that you didn't do before because your spouse did it. Exactly. And then you look at this healthcare thing too. Uh, you know, I think they say that it's because uh, women are likely to suffer through chronic illnesses and maybe less likely to benefit. So, serves as a caretaker. You know, a lot of times men's health care might be less expensive because they have somebody that's there to take care of them. Yeah. A guy may In not, other words, his wife. A guy may not be as sensitive to those needs <laughs> as a. A woman might be. <laughs> Thank you. You're hitting on a very valid point. <laughs> yeah. Uh, men and women have different life journeys. And it says, for good news, more women are going to college and may have access to better paying jobs than their mothers or grandmothers. Um, you know, so the, the article goes on, or it, it basically outlines what the problems are, but doesn't give any solutions. So I thought, okay, what are some things that you can do to remedy that? One is that even though you're not in the workforce, if you are... Um, married, you can do spousal IRAs. So you can contribute to your IRA based on um, the husband's uh, uh, income. Also, when you go back to work, save aggressively, much more than the minimum. A lot of times when you go in, go back to the, into the workforce, uh, the, the mandated amount is about 4%, and then you get a company match. Certainly put as least as much in as the company matches. So if the company matches up to 6% or 8%, go more than the minimum of 4%. If you can save more aggressively, you can put up to, if you're over over age 50, you can put up to $25,000 a year into your 401k. And you can put $7,000 a year into your IRAs. Be aware of these things. Save aggressively as much as you can. Boy, that when you're 23 and you get your first job, it's hard to do, Jeff, but down the road, it's so worth it. And Christine, I'm sure you've talked to clients that are like this. My grandpa gave me that advice, pay yourself first. I never knew what he meant. Pay myself first. What are you talking about? What is He meant set some money aside. And back then there was no four. Actually, the 401k plan just started around the time that I think I started, Jeff. When was the advent of the 401k? Probably. I remember I had one in. Early 80s? Well, they had some sort of retirement plans before that because I remember I worked at Treasure Island, the squiggly roof. Yes. And when I left there, I left with $800 and bought a car. <laughs> so I remember there was some, a retirement plan. That did some so you used your retirement plan to buy a car? At that time, yes. That seemed to make a lot of sense at that time. And I'm sure it did make a lot of sense. But it's hard at that age, Christine, right? That's my point. At 23... It is. You want every dollar from your paycheck. It is. And I and I have met some grandkids of current clients who their parents and grandparents have instilled that savings in them and they're saving 10 or 12%. I mean, it's just phenomenal. But um, if you start at age 22 and you're putting 10% aside, you're going to be 52 and be very happy of what you did. Exactly. A couple other things that just, you know, you could, for, for women who may be at a disadvantage, um, you know, another thing you could do is work longer. If your health permits it, you can work a little bit longer. And the last thing is, is see an advisor and plan, plan, plan. If you know that uh, that they, that you may be behind the eight ball or you may need some attention, um, but re whether you have 
$250,000 or $10 million, it makes sense to sit down with an advisor or retirement specialist. Koal Investment Group is good. The Koalway.com. The Koalway.com. Thank you, Paul. Just to make sure that you put it down in writing, and I think it'd be, a, 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 regardless of what your situation is, you'll feel better about it if you plan and just put it in writing. You mentioned working longer. Let's just talk about that for a second. You may wince at that when you first hear it. Some people want to work longer. Yes. And if you have lost your spouse or if you're just single and you're up there in years, it might be your way of socializing and, and being around other people. It doesn't have to be 40 hours a week. That's good. That's a really good point because some people work because they have to, some work because they want to. And one of the reasons why you might want to work is just for the social aspect of it. You could play Mahjong or whatever that game is too. But. Or here's what's going on in my circle of friends. I'm 52, Jeff. Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, and, and, well, you've met some of my friends, actually. I won't mention any names. Uh, however, some are IRS, former IRS employees, police officer, Milwaukee detective, that retire at age 53. So yep. we do the breakfast in the morning. I am not retired. I still have a job. I'm working. But we kind of make fun of ourselves. Oh, no, we're turning into that old man breakfast club thing. Yep. You know, and we laugh at it. We joke about it. But we enjoy it. And they said they enjoy getting together. If it's once a month, so be it. Uh, it's time to catch up. It is kind of fun. You know, we, our, our Pulaski, I went to Pulaski High School in South Side, Milwaukee, and we have a monthly get-together, too. And it's fun. It's fun to see some of the people and how things, how well, it's surprising how well they've done and really how good we all look. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sure you remind, each other, you remind each other that every time you get Indeed, together. Yep, absolutely. It's fun to do. I'm still not retired, so I'm the only one in the group that's not, but I'm a part of the group because they're all my age. Yeah. You retired at age 53. Let's say you are a police officer, Jeff, firefighter. IRS employees, that is when they get their full uh, uh, retirement. Well, Jane was able to retire at 48 because she worked uh, at uh, AT&T, uh, started Wisconsin Bell, Wisconsin Telephone, Wisconsin Holy Bell. Holy cow, I remember that. Uh, 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 AT&T, AT&T Services, SBC, so morphed into all these companies. Finally, it's AT&T now. I don't want to talk about but, your wife, Jane, too much, but was this a f pension at the time? Uh, no, well... Uh, she had no. She had a lump sum. Yeah, she had a little bit of a lump sum, and four hundred one k. But they had thirty years and out. So she started on the Monday after she got out of high school, and at forty eight she retired. So thirty years, and you could retire with full benefits, so, which was great for me because it was because of her that I was able to go out on my own. She had the great benefits from the phone company. So if we didn't have that, we might have had to think twice about going out and starting a coal investment group. But because Absolutely. she had those great benefits, so I didn't mind that she. Retired early because for her, she worked. I mean, she provided a lot of benefits to the to the family because of what she did. And so everybody's got a different number, Jeff. Somebody else may you know have the ability to retire at fifty three, but they want to keep working. It's their choice. Then that's that's it. So some might be for the money, some might be for, for the social aspect of it. Uh, so there's a lot of reasons why. And sometimes it's a company needs you, the needs of the business, and you're you have a particular skill and you know the history of the company. So. <laughs> Now up to five locations. We got a break, Jeff. Can okay, we do that? Okay, okay, yeah. Sexy segments right around the corner. That's why we're going to get to that on the retirement clinic. If you're listening on WIBA Madison or WISN in Milwaukee, the website is the same. 
thekowalway.com. Jeff gave out the phone number. We talked about the newest location being in Racine, also in Madison in Middleton. In Phoenix, Arizona, Port Washington, Waukesha, contact the Kowal Investment Group by calling 262-522-4040. 262-522-4040. We'll be right back with Jeff Kowal, our guest Christine Hayward from that Middleton office on WISN and WIBA. This is the Retirement Clinic. With the Retirement Clinic, WISM Milwaukee, WIBA Madison, with Christine Hayward joining your host, Jeff Kowal. That music says it's time for your wealth management preservation segment. Jeff, you call it the sexy segment. That's right. This show is for everybody, but this particular segment is for those with a million dollars or more. And a lot of times people won't realize that they have a million dollars or more, but if you have a $500,000 home, and you have $500,000 in your 401k, you're at a million dollars. If you have a life insurance policy for a million dollars, you're at $2 million. Uh, if you have an inheritance, if you own your own business, you may be at $5 million or $8 million. Um, if you get, uh, like I said, an inheritance, death of a spouse, selling property, other investments, it may be more than that. So this segment is for you. This segment is, for the most part, how do you preserve the wealth, grow it, take income from it, and then pass it on to your heirs. And this is, passing it on to your heirs is an Ed Slot article today uh, called the five must-know IRA strategies in the great wealth transfer. Okay, <laughs> are you ready for the great wealth transfer? We are by, ready. By some reports, 45 million baby boomers are expected to transfer over $68 trillion in wealth, trillion with a T, to the next generation in the coming 25 years. A larger portion of this wealth can be found in IRAs. So as you may think that boomers are selfish and keeping all that money, they're, so, they're not. Who says they're not selfish? <laughs> That's a different issue. But this is, yeah, you got to know how to move retirement assets to the heirs in the correct and most tax-efficient manner. And here are the five must-know strategies to capitalize on the great wealth transfer. Right. First of 68 all, trillion, that's a lot of money. That's more than I paid in taxes last week. That's a, <laughs> yes, it is, <laughs> That's a lot of money. Um, first of all, maximize the stretch IRA. Most beneficiaries who inherit an IRA will probably want to leave the assets in the account to grow as long as possible. Uh, plus, the inherited IRA is full of pre-tax money, so distribution to a beneficiary will be taxed as ordinary income. So if you don't stretch it out, you could really get creamed in taxes. So by moving it to a stretch IRA, the beneficiary can minimize taxes and leave inherited money in the IRA for as long as possible. Next is name a trust as a beneficiary. You know, Do you have heirs that maybe aren't so trustworthy with money? Uh, maybe there is a special needs situation or somebody who just can't wait to get their hands on that money and they'd squander hard-earned retirement savings. Money that you took a lifetime to build up can be gone in a relatively short period of time. You've talked about blended families and the stepchildren and past shows as well. Yep. That could factor in here, Jeff. Yep, right. And the trust as beneficiary can name uh, uh Kids as beneficiaries, non-spouses, other people as beneficiaries in there, and then give some direction. 
Next, leave taxable IRA funds to charity. Qualified charitable uh, distributions are vitally important when somebody wants to transfer assets, IRA assets to a charity. IRA own, owners and beneficiaries who are 70 and a half or older can do these qualified charitable distributions. Um, and you, it also applies to, to, to help satisfy the, the uh, required minimum distribu distributions. Uh, next is that uh, use Roth IRA conversions. This is something that we're doing with clients right now. I think it's really important. If you have a sizable traditional IRA, and we, if you'd like to leave a large inheritance to the next generation tax-free, a Roth conversion or a sequence of these, this is what we do all the time. If you've got a million dollars in your retirement plan, um, starting at age 70 and a half, you're going to have to take out required minimum distributions, and that's around starting around 4%, so that's about $40,000 a year. What we look at doing is taking huge chunks of that, especially between now and 2025, because the uh, President Trump's corporate tax rates were made permanent. The individual tax rates are scheduled to, to expire, i.e. go up, in uh, 2025. So between now and 2025, the next six years, you really have to, to try to take advantage uh, of Roth conversions. Um, you don't have to do it all at once. You can do a little bit at a time, but at, you know, make sure you bump up to the next tax bracket. But that's a great way to, to pay one, pay taxes to the lower tax bracket. Two, give money tax-free to the next generation. Three, that the money that's in a Roth IRA is not subject to required minimum distributions. As long as you do it by 2025. Well, you can do it after that as well, but tax rates are likely to go up but uh, because you don't know who's going to be in control of Congress at that time. True. And they're not likely. You know, they revert back to the old rates, which are higher. Um, so you see a lot of Roth conversions, don't you? You do quite a bit of that, Christine? We do. We do, especially if people are in the 12% tax bracket. As Jeff was saying, we'll, we'll take it um, to the point where they would jump into the following tax bracket. And exactly, we do lots of Yeah, paying 12% tax on a chunk of money, uh, you know, especially if you have a sizable IRA and you know that's going to push you into a higher tax bracket, grab it at the lower tax bracket. Pay tax at the lower tax bracket and have a group of tax free forever. The last one is check the beneficiary form. A beneficiary form is the Rodney Dangerfield of estate planning. It gets no respect. <laughs> <laughs> and it's often the most overlooked. Um, you just have to make sure it's in order. Don't make this mistake. You talk about blended family. Make sure an ex-spouse isn't on that beneficiary form. Uh, make sure that your kids are in order, that you have the, the uh, and, you know, if you uh, want grandkids on there, if you haven't changed in a long time, you wanna, you're especially fond of some uh, grandkids, you may want to include them as well. So these are just a check the beneficiary form. So the five things quickly. Um, maximize the stretch IRA, name a trust as an IRA beneficiary. Again, if you have a kid that's spendthrift uh, or special needs, leave taxable IRA funds to charity, uh, use Roth IRA conversions, and check that beneficiary form. Rod in Dangerfield on Caddyshack. Hey, you scratched my anchor. <laughs> do you remember that line? No. You, how an, do you remember this? His anchor on? hit the dock, fell through the boat of Ted Knight. <laughs> And it put a hole in it. And he goes, hey, you scratched my anchor. I love it. I'm sorry. I'm a dork. Caddyshack quotes. Caddyshack, you get everything uh, on the Seinfeld, retirement. Yes, yeah. you get everything on the show. In all seriousness, that was a very good sexy segment, Chef, and very helpful. Good points. We'll take a quick break. We'll be right back with Christine Hayward, your host, Jeff Kowal, WISM Milwaukee, WIBA Madison. This is the Retirement Clinic.
Wait, I forgot to mention this. There's a theme to the bumper music that Jeff picks every week. So I was curious, what's the theme today? Rock and Roll Hall of Fame music. That's right. Inductees. Uh, recent inductee. So who is this? Janet Jackson. Yeah. Spencer. Yeah. yeah. Um, Stevie, Stevie Nicks Nick. was a part of that. Def Leppard. Uh, Radiohead. The Cure. Some really good bands and good music. So good job, Jeff. Well thought out. Timely. Of course. It's just like a planning in our office for our retirement. You know, Gotta we, have a plan. The, the same thing with the radio show music. <laughs> a lot of effort goes into the planning. <laughs> Let me it. touch on this last article, Paul, from Kiplinger's Retirement Report. Roth conversions and RMDs. The question is, if I roll over my traditional IRA to a Roth, can I avoid taking this year's required minimum distribution? So if you're older than 70 and a half, you have to take out a required minimum distribution. So if you quickly roll it into an, a Roth IRA, can you avoid the RMD? Nice try, but no. If you're 70 and a half or older when you convert the traditional IRA to a Roth, you have to take your required minimum distribution first before making a conversion. But after taking the RMD, you can convert part or all the remaining traditional IRA balance once the money is rolled into a Roth tax-free and won't be subject to the RMDs, which is what I mentioned before. That's it. Down that oh. one. <laughs> that, that was rather quick. That was quick. It Snuck was up a, on me. Well, yes, then what the we're uh, Roth, con- Roth conversions and RMD. So if you're 70 and a half or better and you have to take your required minimum distribution, but you want to do a, a Roth conversion, um, you got to take your RMD first. Um, good stuff today on the program. We thank Christine Hayward from the Middleton office. So that's where you are. We were joking about Alaska before. Right. You're oh. really part of that Madison office. I am, and I'll be staying there indefinitely. <laughs> <laughs> it's good to know, Christine. <laughs> and, of course, you'll be doing market updates. I think you're on uh, this week. You're on the schedule I'm as well. I'm on Monday, yes. So that's twice a day. Market updates during the Mark Belling Show, 3 p.m., 5 p.m. news blocks. In addition, Jeff, you've got five locations. We talked about the newest one in Racine, Port Washington, Phoenix, Arizona, in uh, Waukesha as well. And then Racine is right off of Highway 20 in the freeway. You can't miss That's that. Right. That big sign, as you mentioned, that billboard. Yes. But if you're from Mequon, Thienesville, Grafton, Cedarburg, Elm Grove, Brookfield, uh, Milwaukee, it doesn't matter where you are. We have, if you're in Lake Country, we have, in, on the west side, um, Oregon and Caledonia or Racine and Kenosha, we have great locations, great people all around, uh, just a great team of people. And everybody from top to bottom, like Christine, everyone... Uh, talks to not that she's at the bottom she's closer to the top <laughs> climb his way out of the hole yeah <laughs> Yike. i didn't mean it like everybody, that the what i meant to say <laughs> what i meant to say is that everybody on our team everybody is at the top of the barrel <laughs> everybody from everybody on our team speaks the same language we all talk retirement so a lot again we feel a lot of comfort knowing that it's not, a, a, you, we got a drag in this retirement guy that uh, talked to you about your retirement. No, everybody on our team talks retirement from top to bottom. We manage almost a billion dollars of assets for our clients. We're experienced handling large amounts of money. If you have $750,000 or more, are close to already in retirement. If you're a do it yourself or tired of getting whipsawed in the market and want uh, some help with that, um, or if you have assets scattered all over and you want to consolidate, uh, call us, Cowall Investment Group 262 522 877-560-4040 or better yet go online at thekowalway.com and request your consultation. And if you happen to buy that uh, lottery ticket at the Speedway at Beloit Road in New Berlin, 
give Jeff a call. I'd be happy to help we, you. We specialize in lottery ticket winners from New Berlin. I don't, <laughs> I don't think they've come forward yet, which is probably wise for now for them. Good show, Christine. Thank you for being here. Thank you. Jeff, we'll see you next week. Sounds great. Thanks for tuning in to the Retirement Clinic, WISN, Milwaukee, and WIBA in Madison.